Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. Boo, 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 boo. Was I supposed to say something else there? I don't know. <laughs> Interrupted you with my horn. This is the podcast where a couple of saps talk about what it's like being dads and parents and all the stuff that goes on with our kiddos. I'm supposed to say my name. I'm Jason. Oh, yeah. You're Jason. It's <laughs> <laughs> my water. And I'm Jordan. That is your water. And uh, what's been going on? Last week, I drove over 24 hours. For what? Apparently a holiday. <laughs> Apparently. Was it not? 24 hours of driving. Continuously? or in No, like... no, this was this just throughout the week. Yeah. It was not a travelling holiday. Mm. Um, so the holiday was in the south west of Wales. Never eat, really. We... Yep. Pem- Pembrokeshire. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. Five hours away from where I live. But you're right, that doesn't make, two journeys, that doesn't make 24 hours. Doesn't make 10. So we booked the holiday a while back. We knew it was going to be a long, long drive. Uh, what we didn't account for is that on the day of travel, um, that my wife would need to go to a, a rehearsal in Northampton, but it was also my niece's first birthday in Beaudley, Worcestershire. Gosh. So on a Saturday, I drove to Nottingham, dropped Emily off, drove to Beaudley with Noah, which was two hours, drove to Northampton, which was another two hours, and then from Northampton, we drove to just outside Cardiff and stayed the night. And that was seven and a half hours on the first day. My word. Yeah. And I have to say, I think I bossed it with a three-year-old in the car. Yeah? Yeah. Like, planned it out perfectly. Thank you, iPad. Did you use the um, little AirPod pack? I did, yeah. yeah. I had little AirPods in so I could listen to stuff. Um, she wasn't feeling well, and so she slept for a full two-hour journey time that was perfect perfect time. i'll take the credit yeah <laughs> what did you do sneeze on her <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know if you can tell but i feel a little bit barry white-esque yeah i not, like it not not as him i just feel ill 
just feel like I'm feel like a singer. Yeah, I didn't know if you're going for a bit of Cockney rhyming slang there. You feel a bit Barry White. So anyway, then from Cardiff down to Pembrokeshire was another two hours or whatever it was. Um, but unfortunately, my my grandmother died the week before we were due to go on holiday. And as soon as that happened, we were like, the funeral's going to be when we're in like Wales. Mm. And it was. But the funeral was in Blackpool, which was, again, another five and a half hours from Pembrokeshire. Wow. So did you do that during the holiday? Yeah. So we stayed at uh, a little holiday destination. Yep. And thankfully with my in-laws, they looked after Noah while the night before me and Em drove up to Blackpool. But we stopped halfway in Wrexham just hey. <laughs> just because of yeah. the, the documentary. Drove past the stadium because it was raining. We were planning to visit, but no. Um, and yeah, five and a half hours to Blackpool. Went to the funeral. Drove five and a half hours back. And then another five six hours back from Wales on the final day. A lot of driving. Yeah. You know when people say, like, they come back from holiday, oh, I need another holiday now. Yeah, yeah. When they've just been sat, like, on the beach all week. You could genuinely do I with. I genuinely could do with a little holiday now. Go back to work for a break. <laughs> yeah. The, the classic. I, I might, I might, I know this ruins the point because my wife listens to the podcast. I might book a few days off and just do nothing. Why not? Just pretend to go to work. And just sit in a room. <laughs> I did that on Friday. Had had a day off. Um, changed my guitar strings, which has been Ooh. in much need. Went to the driving range. Listened to a podcast. I had a great time. Nice. Had a lovely it's a day of relaxation. Lovely day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my condolences. First and foremost. Ah, th- thank you very much. It funeral, was it was genuinely a nice funeral. And like, you didn't take Noah to the funeral. No. No. It was a very small funeral. We knew it was going to be very like fam- close family only. I didn't fancy taking my three-year-old, mainly on the five and a half hour drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we did get back, and, and before we were trying to explain like what was going on, we didn't really know what to do. Like, how do you explain death to a child? Mm. Um, and that's quite a big topic. And it is, yeah. Like, like I was just going for. <laughs> I was like, I'll just we'll wing it. Emma would like, no, we'll need to research this. And the research was like, you just, you just tell him. Tell him. Just tell him. Um, and she was like, oh, the way that we'd explained it was my granny had died. And then she was like, but is my granny okay? And we were like, oh, your granny's fine. <laughs> she's, she's fine. Just concerned about myself. But daddy's granny is no longer, no longer here. And she was like, oh, okay. And I think she kind of got it. Cause she was a little bit worried about her own grandparents. Well, yeah. At least it's um, but it's, resonated. Yeah. It's a, it's a big concept. But I think... Because it is like littered throughout loads of like stories and kids' books, like death in general. Yeah, I think they kind of understand the concept, and she didn't. She didn't ever meet her, so like there was no attachment there. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very odd. Yeah, but it was all right. Yeah, somber, somber, and but then hopeful. And and to be honest, ten hours in a car with my wife was actually quite pleasant. Really, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know. So yeah. then you've got life to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually I hate driving. Like, I hate driving long distances anyway. It's just boring. Mm. Um, but this was a nice little break. Yeah, I bet. It was lovely. And then on the way back, we stopped at a random little place to use the toilet. Turned out we'd stopped in like the car park of some castle ruins. Really? Oh, <laughs> in the middle go. of Wales. There you yeah. go. Loved it. 
Yeah. And they're like, you know, in castles, they have like little plaques and stuff. Mm. It's it's like 10 to midnight and it's, it feels really dodgy. And I'm just sat like reading this plaque and Emma's like, can we go please? Because I'm actually scared. <laughs> this is shifting. Because in the toilets, there was um, a disposable syringe. <laughs> oh bin. my word, yeah. She's <laughs> like, we need, we need to get, get in the car. <laughs> that leads me to a question. I don't go know on. if you've seen this kind of making the rounds. Season two of Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, I mean that as well. Yep. Or already, already there. Yeah. Have you seen it? I'm, I'm up to speed. <gasps> How emotional is it, mate? Episode, if, no spoilers, but episode two was very emotional. I thought. Is that the one with the autistic? Yeah. Children. Yeah. I thought that was very, very nice. Very well done. Yeah, really nice. Lovely. But um, the question is, how often do you think about? Oh, uh, <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah, ancient Rome. Or yeah, the, Romans, the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. How, do you think Never. about it ever? Somebody brought this up in the office the other day. And um, two of the blokes were like, yeah, fairly, fairly regular. So if you've not seen this, there's a trend going around where women are asking their partners, their male partners, uh, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And more often than not, they're like, yeah, quite loads, yeah, loads. And like... <laughs> so I saw one, it was like, I mean, what's... I mean, a couple of times, uh, times a week? Yeah. How, how, how do you not? Yeah, yeah. So one bloke in the office went, um, "Yeah, you know, I think about roads, straight roads." And there was another guy in the other side of the room with his earphones in. <laughs> so they said, "Oh, what do you think?" And he took his earphones out. He said, do you have, "How often do you think about the Roman Empire?" And he went, I "Think about roads quite a bit." And I was just like, "Is it? Am I the only bloke?" And apparently, the female equivalent is the Titanic. Really? I, I think about the Titanic more than <laughs> so. Tells you. But yeah, I think because the Titanic's an annual event, you hear about it on the news. It's the whatever year since Titanic sang. Do you really? And then yeah, we had all this stuff on the news recently about the submarine. True. Yeah. So true. like, it comes up more in references, media references. I think that's why it's more prominent. See, I, I, I saw the case for the Roman Empire because it's had an impact on so much, mm. like a lot of just you know, like like roads. So much stuff has its roots in like the Roman Empire. Like I was chatting to Emma about this because for my job, I, I read the Bible quite a lot and that's, you know, the, the New Testament <laughs> is set in the place when the Roman Empire will rule it. So I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> quite a lot. I was like a, a, f- a few times a week. Yeah. I do yeah. think about the Roman Empire, but it's, yeah, for generic. Give unto Caesar. <laughs> exactly. There we go. <laughs> but I, I love history anyway. Like I've recently discovered that I love history. So I wouldn't say I think about Rome more than often, but. I will go down rabbit holes quite a lot. Mm. So the rabbit hole I'm currently in, because of Wales, is the uh, Welsh-English divide. Mm. It goes back thousands of years. It's one I feel like I could help bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Ambassador for Anglo-Welsh relations. <laughs> I think that's what uh, Rob McElhinney and uh, Ryan Reynolds are trying to do, aren't they? I don't know. I don't. Putting Wrexham on the map? Well, restore the Welsh? Yeah, well, Wrexham very specifically, but <laughs> no, it's, it's it's very good, mate. We need to go. We need to get tickets. I would like. I thought I thought it meant you, we've got a meeting. I was like, oh, we've got to go. We've got to go in Rome. We've got a meeting in Rome. Um, if you listen to our episode two weeks ago, we had Andy on the pod, Andy Southey, who was uh, running the Nottingham Half Marathon to raise money for Headway following uh, his concussion. Uh, Andy ran. The race yesterday and he completed it. You'd be pleased to know. He did not pass out. Didn't pass out. <laughs> finished it. 
didn't black well out. Well done, fair play. Yeah, so shout out to yeah. Andy. Um, if you sponsored Andy, thank you to, to you guys. But yeah, just a massive shout out to Andy for, for getting it done. Yeah, well done. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, good on him. But we had a message from Georgie on Instagram on the back of this. It says, dear Agony aunts, Agony uncles, Agony tools. <laughs> I'd quite happily be an Agony aunt. Well, I'd rather, I'd rather be an Agony uncle, I think. I don't know. Um, but it says this on the back of Andy's episode. Your most recent episode really struck a chord with me. It was so refreshing to hear someone speak openly about having a trauma experience while still dealing with it. It's so often the case that people don't speak about needing or getting help and the constant uh, you survived, moved on, or that was ages ago, haven't you forgot about it by now mentality. It's too often, uh, it's too often is, is that that's the response. As always, loving the podcast, keep up the good work. All the best. I mean, I butchered the reading of it, but you get the sentiment. So there's, um, there's a lovely George- message. Yeah, lovely message. There's Georgie saying it was nice to hear someone who is actually going through it rather than someone that's got it dealt with, talking about it retrospectively, and the people going, just get a move on. But yeah, shout out to Andy for, for that. Um, when I listened back to that episode, it was really nice to hear Andy go, I'm getting therapy. I'm getting, I'm talking through these things. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think it was really good to to get that out there. Yeah, it's huge, and I think so. Me and Emily went through like a few sessions of couples therapy, and like there was like a, there was like a really big. Was that after the five and a half hour drive? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was like a really like big mental barrier for me in terms of like I don't know if it was pride or I don't know what it was. It was like oh, I don't need therapy or that sort of stuff. But and all, all, all it did was it just helped us frame conversations outside mm. of the therapy. What is it? Therapy sessions? What they're called? Yeah. Wow. Like they would they would literally just pose us questions, and then the week after we'd have really helpful discussions around it, and it was like, oh, okay, that's that actually works. So yeah, no, it was, it was huge. Yeah, good. So yeah, thank you uh, once again to Andy. Thank you once again to <coughs> Georgie. Excuse, excuse my <laughs> cough. I don't, <coughs> I need to say this as well because I forgot to mention that on the way back from Wales, you got a cough. We, uh, I was getting ill on the last day on the Friday. I had like seven nosebleeds. You text me about this. Yeah, I think I texted you when I was at four. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I don't You're know like whether it was midway the, point. I don't know if it was the same nosebleed just kept erupting, um, but like I'd sneeze and it would just like go again. Or we were. Uh, in a little gift shop on the way out somewhere and uh, it just started running and I caught a drop of blood mid-air. Really? Like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> anyway, I was getting ill and so we were going home that day, like we've got a long drive home. The plan, obviously, what would you do when you're like that? Bearing in mind I had work on the Sunday where my job is to speak for half an hour. Mm. So what, what would you do on a Saturday? You'd go home, you'd sleep, you'd rest. Recover. Recover. Mm. What did we do? Not recover. No. <laughs> what did you do? We we halfway in the journey, we were like, I I can't drive anymore. We're both shattered, so we booked the cheap travel lodge. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll stop off. And then the next day, we were like, Oh, we're next to the safari park. Let's just go to the safari park. Oh, and in my head, I thought, Oh, we'll do a little whiz round and we'll leave by like early afternoon. No. No. <laughs> It was a full day. A full day of safari. Was, it, that's what you do after a week of refreshing work. <laughs> yeah. 
I love the safari park. When you've park, got energy for your kids, that's when you go to safari park. Mm. Not when you're like a zombie, just like going... Uh, yeah. I uh, opened the windows in the line enclosure once. Oh. Uh, I didn't realise we were there. And there was five lads in a car. No air con. Hot day. <laughs> I thought, this window needs to come down. Next thing you hear, can the silver... No. <laughs> Voxel Astra... <laughs> Put the windows up, please, as you are entering the line enclosure. <laughs> I've never wheeled a window up so quickly in my life. So if you're not aware of what the safari park is, I'm not sure if they're... I think they're pretty international, aren't they? Are they? They're basically a drive-through <clears throat> zoo. Yeah, that, that, that's, there you go. You summarised it better than I would have got jungle animals. But um, in the line enclosure, we, we were in a standstill queue for an hour because somebody ignored all of the signs where it says you can't drive a soft top car. Oh, chav. And like they missed all the exits and literally was an hour of them trying to turn around doing a 20-point manoeuvre and then slowly making their way through the traffic. Shameful. Drive of shame. Anyway, all of that to say, when you're ill, you make stupid decisions. <laughs> I thought I'd be fine. Posting the soft not... top was obviously ill. Yeah. They must, they must have had the cold. They must have, they must have had eight nosebleeds. <laughs> I've never had a nosebleed. Have you not? No. <laughs> I've, um, I've, kind of, I've blown my nose and it been a bit... Blood a little bit there. of blood, but not yeah, like... Yeah, but never like pouring out. I, I laugh because when I... I joined a new, a new school in year seven and somebody told me this story that there was this... I can't say his name, but there was this kid who someone had said, I've never had a nosebleed before. And he punched him in the nose and said, <laughs> now you have. No way. Savage. Why? <laughs> It's horrible, but it's horrible. hilarious. And, and, and that story came from when they were in like year three. <laughs> now you have. And Addy, did it work? Apparently that was the story. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I faked a nosebleed once. How did you do that? I, I really... So we were having um, play rehearsals at school. I was in primary school. I think it was year four or five. And um, I needed the toilet. Said, Miss, I needed the toilet. And being a bit of a cheeky, naughty lad, they just thought I was getting out of it. So they said, No, you don't. Like, you're okay. Um, I was like, No, I needed the toilet. She's like, Jordan, you're not going to the toilet. You should have gone at lunch. Someone has a nosebleed and they, they, they're there with their hand over their nose and their mouth. Goes, Miss, Abby's got a nosebleed. Like, oh, right. Gone. On. on you go. Abby goes to the toilet with a nosebleed. Next thing, Kiefer. Shout out Kiefer. Puts his hand up. Got a nosebleed. No. Right. On you go, Kiefer. I'm still, I am bursting. So I just think, hang on a second. This could work. So I put my hand over my nose. <laughs> Miss, I've got a nosebleed. She goes, oh, what's this with everyone nosebleeds today? Go on then, Jordan, off you go. Um, they, they both came back with blood on their face, though. <laughs> so I went to the toilet. And just scratched my face. <laughs> I was just scratching around my nose to make it red. No. <laughs> but I got my wee out, so there we go. <laughs> we've had a message. Well, we've had lots of comments, actually, on TikTok. So you said... What did I say? You said, I don't want a second child. Caveat. I do. As a predominant caveat. Yeah, and we've had some comments. So the first one comes from Jody, who said, I waited until my daughter was six until trying for another. She turned seven before the second one arrived. Perfect 
gap. See, I'm not sure. There's an emoji after that, and I don't know if that insinuates sarcasm. Little sweaty face emoji. Yeah. Like a nervous... Is that perfect gap? <laughs> Jokes? Or is that perfect gap, but I'm sweaty? Well, she said uh, she's a little helper and entertains herself for the most part. That just makes me confused about that emoji. Yeah. Please clarify, Jody. No, it, sound, it sounds like, though, she's chuffed with her seven-year age gap. I just thought of a really funny comment that I saw on the TikTok. I don't know if it's on the notes. But, um, you know, there's a... I think it was one of our TikToks where we are talking about, like, reading. Were we? They were talking about my daughter, like, learning to read. And it was like... Take your word for it. So it's like, they can't. Like, she can can do certain letters, but it's like... What's that? It's ka-a-ta. Towel. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And the comment was, like, after watching this this video, like, realising my five-year-old still can't read. And you were like, after watching our video, I don't think our kids can either. (laughs) I just thought it was really funny. I laughed at it for, like, ten minutes. Really? Just your comment. Oh, that's nice. Not our, not our video, not the content. Just, just my reply. Just your reply. Well, that's one. My confidence is now soaring. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another comment. Do you want to read this one from Samantha? Yeah. I don't want to have to pay thousands of dollars just to have a second child. And you've put, is this medical fee to <laughs> <laughs> You wrote, is this medical fees? Or are hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Be buying babies. You needed to clarify. I needed that. I needed that clarity. She put medical fees between health insurance, lack of maternity leave pay, six weeks is criminal, time off work before and after, etc. And you put six weeks. That is criminal. I'm so assuming yeah, they're from I'm America. Assuming this is America because it's dollars. But six weeks maternity leave pay. That's insane. So it's back and is that full it's, pay as well? I don't know. Let us know. Americans, is it, what is it? Is it full full pay for six weeks? But then it's back to work after six weeks. Because I still think our pay is, is better, but it's still not great. No, it's not great. It's not great. Um, how did your wife's maternity leave work? I don't know. Just the stat, stat, strat, statich. Strategy. Strategic. <laughs> Whatever that word is. Statu- the government basic. Statutory. Yeah. I had to really think hard to get out. I, I think Leanne's was... Uh, full pay for a little bit and then it went to 80%, then it went to 60% and then before you know it, like you're paying them money basically yeah. the last month. <clears throat> so I think with M's it's it's like six weeks at like 90% or something mm. and then it drops right down to like government basic. Yep. I think that's what it was, which is like, again, that's a consideration we're going for a second child. Like that's quite a lot to budget for and plan for. But 
six weeks and then nothing and then having to pay health insurance as well. Mad. I don't know how you... And probably childcare. I don't know how you Americans do it. How do Americans do it? Let us know. They must earn loads of money. Yeah, but then they pay out a lot as well. Yeah, let us know. Please do let us know at Parenting Tools Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Americans, how's it? Oh, we've got another. How does it go down? Go on. From the OGG. OGG. It says, My husband and I have agreed at least five years between kids. Just the birth trauma alone was nearly enough to put me off for a good. To put me off for good after our first. When I was originally reading that, I know I struggled. I thought she meant me and my husband agreed to have five kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought it was this going. Is great, and then, ooh, different direction. Four more, <laughs> five years between. How many kids are they going for? That's what I want to know. Are they even five kids five years apart? Is that even possible? Four kids five years apart. We're doing this over a twenty-year span. <laughs> We've got a twenty-year plan. Most people do have their their five-year plan, don't they? But the OGG is going for a twenty-year plan. She might not be. Might be twenty-five. And the last one comes from Megs. 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 She's put two under five. I'm about to have two under one. Good luck. All the best. <laughs> I replied to this one saying, please keep us posted with the hilarious stuff that is coming your way. But yeah, two under one. That's mad. That is mad. You're still in the newborn phase. I would like to know if that's like how close they are. How do you mean? As in, how close to two under one are they? Is it like 10 months and a newborn? Oh, let's have a look. Or is it like 11 months and 28 days? I think she might have clarified. Oh. Uh, just found out I'm having a little boy or uh, and already have a little girl who's currently six and a half months. That math doesn't work out, does it? So if she's found out that it's having a boy, she'll be 20 weeks in at least. Oh, that's a good point. There we go. Detective. I don't know what that is in months. <laughs> Divided by four and a bit. Well, that's the OG. Depends if it's like the long months. The, what I suppose these February. <laughs> the repeated Februaries. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Um, last comment comes from Craig, who said, I promise you make the most of it. They grow so quick. Spend loads of time with them. Zed. That's so true, though. Don't know what the Zed's for, but... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, and speaking of having loads of kids over a 20 year span listen to this so a few weeks ago we put out the question saying who of our listeners has the most kids let us know mm-hmm. and uh, Tiz Avery's been back on who recently had their first child from Missouri do you remember yeah he's put hey so I was listening to the episode where you asked which listener has the most kids it's not me but my mother and father just had their 15th baby in May. 15th. So he's had, he's had, he's having a child. He's just had his first. He's just had his first and his parents are still going. Still going. Wow. Uh, he's put, I'm the oldest and none of them are adopted. I just thought you guys would find that interesting. Wow. Yeah. 15 kids. They always say, if you're wondering why... So many kids, they always say they leave it in God's hands to how many children they'll have. I'd be taking matters into my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, as you know, I'm a Christian. 
I would be taking matters into my own hands after, after about seven, I think. <laughs> after seven? I think, do you know what? <laughs> that sounds like they're not even taking precautions. Fifteen children. That, that is a belief that some people do have that set of beliefs, though, don't they? Against any sort of... Yeah, Catholics are, are all against the... Are they really? Is, yeah. is that just a general... Oh, really? I mean, any birth control? I mean, it... Okay. <laughs> I didn't could, know that. I could be spouting. <laughs> I, know, I know that as some portion of some kind of yeah. religion or, I don't want to say sect, but <laughs> I did <laughs> believe that kind of anti-birth control at all. But that for me is madness. I mean, 15 children. Good on them. They must be some age. Again, they've got to be earning some money. I think we, we moan about the cars we have to drive. They have to get a bus. That's true. Like, no, an actual a legit, seater. a legit bus, mini buses stop at like sixteen seaters, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> seventeen seater with two in the driver's seat. Uh, if Samantha's paying thousands per child, but <laughs> they might be selling them. <laughs> I have, uh, I've got a daddy issue. So, uh, if you're oh, a new listener then. to the pod, you'll know, or you won't know if you're new. Um, <laughs> we like to talk about our daddy issues, which are the issues that we are facing as dads. Now, when we spoke to Mark Ritchie, I mentioned that I had a pond. You had a pond? Had a pond. Ooh. So, unfortunately... Ah, yes. The pond uh, pump stopped working. And we had a a few days of really hot weather. (laughs) And um, some some fish perished. (laughs) And it was... It wasn't, if, if you are part of the, the PETA, Peter, I, it, it wasn't intentional. Um, it wasn't until... Boiled tuna. We f- <laughs> it wasn't until we fished them out that I realised how many were in there. Oh, really? We had about 15 dead fish oh my. in the duration of a day. We gave away six or seven to a local farmer that wow. wanted some fish for his pond. And then we kept another five, um, which are now in Luca's room. In Just on tank. display? <laughs> yeah. On a tank. <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> Taxi Jeremy the goldfish. <laughs> I thought you just put them on a shelf. <laughs> Do you remember that singing fish that people used to have on a little plaque? Just a gold. So you just super glued it. It's a bit of wood. Super glued it. <laughs> you press the button, but nothing happens. <laughs> That's a real fish, mate. Um, so no, no, there are five living fish in a tank in um, in Luca's bedroom. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> but now it means I have to look after them in the house. But something is I've how noticed. Much, how much maintenance do fish need? You can't I take mean, them for a walk. Not so much now. Um, and he's named them T-Rex, Velociraptor, and oh, he knows which ones are which. Amazing. He overfed them one day. He poured, I just looked, I was thinking, what is that in the tank? He poured all the flakes in. I was like, mate, they're going to die. So he was like, but I don't want them to die. I said, that's what happens if you feed them loads, they'll just wow. eat it. And anyway, so I, f- I fished, well, I didn't fish it, but I like filtered all the water out, got all the food out, put them back in. And at bedtime, I could hear him saying, Please don't die. Oh, no. I didn't mean to feed you loads. Oh. Bless him. Talking to his fish. Anyway, in the morning he came in. He was like, there's still five of them. So they're oh, all good. Amazing. 
But my issue is, now I'm feeding the fish every morning, they go mental when I walk in the room. They recognise you? They've, uh, and you'll, you'll be thinking, no. I said to my wife this morning, I said, Lee, watch the fish when I walk in. They swim to the side that I'm standing. No way. And they go to the top and they just go mental with their mouths. <laughs> and it, it's just a little bit weird that these fish, <laughs> these fish do that. And I know they're not the cleverest of animals, but I think that's like, they know that I feed them. That's pretty, that's pretty clever. Yeah. That's madness. It just goes a little bit, they just go a bit mad. So I, I always feel a bit like I'm being watched now in my own, in my own house. <laughs> the fish have got spies. Maybe they're coming for me. Maybe that's what it is. Like, he's the guy that killed the rest of them. And they're just trying, they're trying to get at me. Yeah, but we've got this little fish set up. He loves it, but mate, it's just they go mental whenever I walk in the room. <sighs> See, this is one of the things. Like, so Noah's been talking about getting a rabbit for like the, the past few weeks, and like she's she's serious about it. She's like, I'll look after it, I'll feed it, I'll clean out the hutch. I know I'm going to end up doing all of that if we get yeah. a rabbit. Like, fish seems to be like a, a manageable burden. A little bit of fish food. Is it? Is it a lot of work? Do you have to clean it out? Um, you have to clean the filter out, which is just clogged up with fish poo how often um you should do it every week we have not done it every week <laughs> we've done it till it's blocked up till it stops working <laughs> <laughs> but we've avoided pets so far ah yeah we've not done any pets and you know we've got a two-year-old and a five-year-old a four-year-old see i think we would have we would have had a cat a long time ago if m wasn't definitely allergic she I mean, loves cats. It's a good reason to not have one. But she wants one. Like, and to this point, the point of, I remember once getting a phone call because she went for a walk at lunchtime at work, stroked a cat, ended up looking like Rocky Balboa. Really? She went into a, a pharmacy to get some antihistamines. They're like, they were like you cannot leave. <laughs> I've never had a nosebleed before. <laughs> they were like, call the ambulance. You have now. Because her face had literally like balloon. That happens to me. I'm allergic to cats. Really? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, and I never realised. So my sister got a cat when she was 20 and she got married and moved out. She called it Princess Jasmine. And me and Princess Jasmine had a pretty good relationship. And one day, went for a film. We were watching Narnia 2. Is it the Prince of... No idea. Azkaban? I, I want to say Prince of Azkaban, but it's not Azkaban, is it? The Prince of Persia. I don't know. <laughs> What's he called? How many more films can we put in? Yeah, the, the Prince and the Pauper. I don't know. It's the second Narnia. And so I'm sat there with this cat on my chest, just stroking it. And I'm thinking, I'm getting at the cinema? No, at my sister's house. I'm to say. And I'm getting... You can't take your own popcorn, but you can take your own I cat. was also thinking, how old are you seeing the second Narnia in the cinema? Uh, yeah, no. It was at her house. Yeah. Um, I'm about 16, 17 at this time. And I just, we just never had a cat. Never had friends with cats. Turn the light on at the end of the film. My eyes are just swollen. She's like, "I think you're allergic to cats." <laughs> so yeah, we've never we've never done pets. Considered the dog. Not anymore. No, I've gone off that idea. Just the maintenance. Just a bit. It's just like having another child, isn't it? It is. There's so much to do, and you can't put a nappy on them. Oh yeah. And yeah. they they are they love routine, don't they? Dogs got to go for a walk all the time can't just sit them in front of the TV with a pack of Watsits to solve your problems. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Did that the other day. So I've had to um, 
I suppose this is a bit of a more realistic daddy issue. So um, I pick up our son on a Thursday. School day finishes at half three. Yeah. My work day finishes at half five. How does that work? So that was it. It was I, I took him home and said, look, I've got a few meetings now on, on the old teams. And uh, just sat him in front of the TV. I said, what do you want to watch? Put PJ Masks on. Nice. If you're Disney Plus, check out PJ Masks. And um, gave him some snacks. Uh, and this was a really important client meeting. Really big project, really important. I was like, do not come and get me. <laughs> I said, you have to just stay in here, okay? I will come and get you when I'm finished. About five minutes, ten minutes in, I just heard him peering around the corner. He went, Daddy, I want a biscuit. So I had to turn my mic off, turn my camera off, because he appeared then in... So I just said, I know you want a biscuit. Give me five minutes. When I've finished this, I'll come. I'll get one. So he goes back out. He closes the door. He comes back in again. Daddy, I want a biscuit. I said, mate, I'll, I'll get you a biscuit once I'm finished with this. Okay, he went, okay. So he comes back in again. And I, I got ahead of the curve this time. I went, I'll get you a biscuit in a minute. And he went, I've already got one. <laughs> he climbed onto the kitchen worktop, got himself a biscuit and got down. And now I've, he's showing me how he does it. It's quite yeah. impressive. Nice. <laughs> a bit dangerous, but impressive. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where so it's that, just tricky. I, I don't, I, I generally don't understand what people do, especially if both people work full-time jobs. Mm. Like surely there's not enough like wraparound care that exists or is that a thing? Does Wraparound care is it is, exists. Does it go every day till like half five? But it, I think it's pricey. And, that, and again, that's another thing. Like, it's not free, is it? No, no, no. But no, and it's one of those you think, well, pick him up at half three, start work a bit earlier, start at eight, half seven. Yeah. Still got to leave at nine to take him. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's not like tricky. they're older that they can walk back home and look after themselves. No, no. And we don't, as I've mentioned, we didn't send him to the school at the bottom of our street. <laughs> True, you didn't. He can't walk home. Take him hours. <laughs> He's not going to walk home, is he? You <laughs> find your way back, won't you? The good thing about if we had sent him to the school at the end of the street, I could have bought a drone <laughs> and just seen him. No way. Would you let him walk seen him home? No, not at four years no. old. No, no, no. Not even on a drone. What are you going to do if he like, gets into a precarious situation? Get one of those drones with lasers. <laughs> and arms. Get a laser drone. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> I mean, like if he got stuck somewhere. Or like put, a, you know, a baby monitor on. Talk back. Yeah. move away <laughs> but no it's, it's a so I've only done that twice and I, I just feel a bit bad being like sit in front of the TV it's here's some, some crisps something's got to be done isn't it sometimes it's, it's, it's necessary the first day it was I tried with toys I didn't want to use a TV but that didn't last as long so I went for the TV it's, it's got to be, I tried my hardest then and I succeeded at suppressing a Jordan Peterson impression saying necessary he says it all the time I just thought was, he loves it yeah I just need the uh, just need the points for that but no let us know if you are um, balancing school and work hours Le- legit like need some tips yeah yeah I mean I'm farming for tools I need some tips I would like to know that too yeah oh well this has been fun to get back into it it's been a few weeks 
Yeah, oh, it has been. It has been a few weeks because you I've, were away. I do feel like I've come back from like summer holidays because I have. It's suddenly it's delayed. autumn as well. It's suddenly October soon, isn't it? But it's just, it's one of those, we're approaching that season where people go, I leave for work and it's dark. Come That's home true. and it's dark. Yeah. But yeah, I, w- I went to play football a few weeks ago and it was light. The next week I got there and it was dark. It's just suddenly gone full autumn. I do like autumn and winter. It's cosy. I like bonfire night. I was thinking about that. That's one I don't like. Really? Why not? Secretly never enjoyed bonfire night. Too social. Social and also I can watch it from home. I can see the fireworks. Once you've seen one firework, you've seen them all. Exactly. I don't need to go to a crowd of people. Look at fireworks and go home. Even now though, as someone of 32 years old, lighting a firework. I like like lighting them. Still excites me. And blowing them up. It excites like me bit. and petrifies me also. I don't like going to... Well, I don't, I don't like going to a fireworks show. It just sits in the category of everything else. I'm still going out. They're busy with kids. They are busy and they're dark. Yeah. It's it's a it's a losing... Toffee apples though. Risk. I can get on board with. Toffee apples. I mean, it just feels really unnecessary. Scarfs, just in general. I like a scarf. Do you... <laughs> Things you like about autumn, scarves. I do, I do like um, I do like a blanket. Blanket or a weighted blanket. Oh, I'm gonna treat myself this year. I cracked the dressing gown out this week. Really? Yeah, I spent a lot of Saturday in uh, in my dressing gown. Oh, I need to invest in a dressing gown. We made some homemade soup. In a soup maker or like just a blender. Oh, same thing. What's the difference? <laughs> I think a soup maker heats it up as well. Oh, does it? So it's like it's like a blender, but it's metal. Uh, so it's and it heats up as it blends. Yeah, no, that's it's good investment. Nice. Yeah, I sounds, might crack it out actually. Sounds sure. good. <laughs> if you're a soup maker manufacturer and you want to sponsor this podcast, you can uh, write to us. Hello at parentingtools.co.uk, or if you just want to send us a message, you can also get us at Parenting Tools Pod. On the socials. And don't forget, as we always say recently, we are doing a live show at Ikea. It's going to be fun. You can sign up for free. It's a free event if you live near to Nottingham on the 10th of November. Find the information on the website. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.